Man, I love that intro. You know what time it is. It's time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Oh my word. Happy week. I mean, there's so much bad news out there, but yet I'd have a smile on my face. <laughs> we know who's who's got all of this in the palm of his hand. Right? That's right. We, we, we love it. And I, ah, I, I want so to give a little shout out to any, any haters out there. Cause I've gotten some crazy comments of like, why do you play that silly song? Why do you guys clap when you do these things? And why that come on? It's like, you know, here's the deal. There is so much obvious darkness and things happening in the world. And we choose as the show and the relationships that we have and bring on it that we can observe it and we can help navigate ways around it to create wins. But we do not have to lose our joy, not nope. make this fun, make it That's stuffy right. and 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 to get dark just because we talk about dark things. Because every single show that we have, whether it's this or health or a vaccine thing, it's like. What can we do to make a difference mm-hmm. and, and pull out of it? And that's what I love about this show. It's like we do that when you're looking at charts and economics and you look at what's going on and you got, you know, uh, somebody, you know, a jackal sitting in the White House that day one did stuff like close the Keystone Pipeline and all these things like there are repercussions for that. But it's like dressing for the weather. As long as you got a coat on, doesn't matter if it's snowing. You know, you can't be out in your, you know, a tank top and flip flops in a blizzard, but we can make good choices and work around it. And that's why we can kind of still have some joy in the midst of this craziness. Well, well, it is. And, and using that analogy, right, let's, I have a ton of clients that live in Florida, right? And they choose to live in Florida because it's a beautiful state. They love the beaches. The weather's nice most of the time. Yep. But when a hurricane comes in, they board up the windows, they prepare, and then they yep. just go back when, that, when that's done, right? Because right. they love it. This is how I view America. I love this country. I love, I love that I can still be relatively free with my faith. I mean, it's, I I am who I am. I'm always going to have my faith and I'm always going to talk about it, but there might be ramifications from that down the road. And you know what? Jesus never said it was going to be easy. He said it Mm -hmm. would be beneficial, right? Yes. So, so man, I I know where my source is. I know where my wisdom comes from. Mm -hmm. I know where my creativity comes from. And I know who has the answers to all of this, right? right? Amen. and that's what's exciting. But but you know who doesn't have the answers to all of this? Janet Yellen. meeting in Davos this week. <laughs> <laughs> that, that oh, list, my God. The, the list is long and decorated. But uh, yeah, it, it, they not only don't have the answers, I think they actually meet to create the problems. That's true. Because then if, you, if you're not creating problems and you're at the front of the, the, the OODA loop, you know, or whatever— then, then, you know, creating chaos, mm-hmm. then you can't come along and sell the solution that gives you more power to grab. And so we, yeah, we well, need to anticipate that and, and know how to act accordingly. We do. And, and, you know, I've, I knew, well, we've known for a while that this meeting was going to be happening yeah. in Davos this week. And, and we know what they're going to be talking about. We, because they project everything. It's not that, you know, how, how you guys and me, we don't, we don't, hide our faith, right? We, right. we speak about it. Neither do they, right? Nope. Yeah. So they project what they're going to talk about and they brag about it and they talk about a new world order and they talk about global dominion and they talk about people control. And, and but in a way where they, they think, and this is goes to your point, David, it's like, you know what, if, if you go back to some philosophers like, like Hegel, you know, it's like, we want this policy done 
but nobody wants it, right? But this is what we truly want. So therefore, if you create a crisis that's bad enough, human nature throughout all of history is when something gets bad enough, when they start to take money out of your wallet so you can't afford to live, when when you can't feed your babies, when you can't pay your yeah. rent, when the cost yeah. of energy is going up so much, when you can't travel because there's problems going on. I mean, look, I mean, look at just random things that that might may or may not be connected. Southwest Airlines, you know, basically doing everything crazy they could yeah. to, to disrupt the holidays. And then and then you have Biden and and oh, who's the guy from Indiana who's the Department of Transportation Secretary? Uh, Pavel, Pavel Buttigieg? You know, they're having this conversation about the thing that happened on Southwest and then the disruption that happened after that just last week. They said, well, we'll just turn the switch back on. It's like, what? 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 Did you turn it off? Yeah, exactly. What happened? You really think it's that easy of a solution and you're just Mm -hmm. using mainstream media to say, we've got this all under control. All we got to do is flip a switch, which. If they turned off the switch, shame on them. Right. If they're so dumb to think that that all these infrastructure disruptions, all it does is take a flip of switch. But yet people will believe it because it's talked about in mainstream media. Right. I, I, here's the conditioning that's starting to happen in people's hearts and minds is the government can fix everything. All yeah. we have to do is flip a switch. Man, that is so true. We have nothing to do with it. Right. Yep. But yet this is the conditioning. So you've got a banking crisis. You've got you've got money going out of the banks and people can't afford to live and there's no lending. So people can't expand their businesses. You've got interest rates that are going up because it's like this is the government response to fix inflation. We're just going to jack up interest rates, which is true. It's one of them. But they're spinning it in a good direction. And like, for example, last week when the new inflation numbers came out Mm -hmm. and they went from seven point one percent to six point five percent. They're saying, look, what we're doing is working, right? It's it's working. Inflation is coming down. It's like, no, inflation's not coming down. Inflation would be coming down if it were negative. It's right. still mm-hmm. plus 6.5, which when you add the analytics to it to actually understand what true inflation is, it's still well over 20%. It's like right. they are not impacting inflation by their policies, but in right. fact, they're doing is they're killing the markets. They're killing the bond market. They're killing real estate. The stock market's going to continue to come crashing down because the fact of the matter is inflation is still increasing, even at their numbers by 6.5. But it gets even it gets even weirder because if you look at the core inflation rate, so so they were bragging about how inflation came down overall, but what went up? Core inflation went up 0.4. So this is annualized that that's well over 6% growth from the last period of food and energy. It's like, mm-hmm. this is what people spend money on. They're not telling the core components of inflation when they say that stuff is coming down. Um, I mean, the stuff that's coming down are things that actually matter, like real estate, our investments. Right. Um, granted, I don't buy for one second David and Stacy, that the price of oil and gas automatically came down during the holiday buying season, right? Because there's supply chain disruptions. Mm-hmm. There's issues with Putin in Russian Ukraine, 
where they're where they're saying we're not going to sell you any more oil to the stupid nations that actually signed this accord that right. said they're going to cap the price of oil, right? So what does that cause? That causes prices to go up. Absolutely. So are we to truly think that the price of oil ridiculously, miraculously came down just over the buying season? It did not. It were manipulated prices. You when you have low supply and high demand, mm-hmm. there is no other option. There is no other answer. But yet that didn't impact the economy. It, there was no there was no Santa rally this year. There was no spending. In Man. fact, last week Amazon laid off eighteen thousand people. Salesforce laid 18, off ten percent of their workforce. It's continually getting worse. So now, on top of that. We've got the meeting that's happening in Davos mm-hmm. that's supposed to be meeting to fix the problems, right? This is why they're meeting. So let's take a look at this, this article that was in Zero Hedge um, that talks about what they're talking about. And words have meaning. Yep. Words matter, right? So as you scroll through their notes and the talking points, they're going to be addressing the current energy and food crisis in the context of a new system for energy, climate, and nature. They're going to be addressing the current high inflation, low growth, high debt economy in the context of a new system for investment, trade, and Mm. infrastructure. They're going to address the current industry headwinds in the context of a new system for harnessing frontier technologies for the private sector. They're going to address the current social vulnerabilities in the context of a new system for work, skills, and care. They're going to address the global geopolitical risk in the context context of a new system for dialogue and cooperation in a multipolar world. Wow. What is this new system? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they keep saying a new system. Well, this is the great reset that yep. they've been talking about mm-hmm. for a couple of years now, which is all about people control. And in, and from my view, from a 30,000 foot view as an economist who, who looks at the political realities of the world, the economic realities, the social dynamics of the world, puts all these puzzle pieces together. This all ties into they are creating this new system of of collapse, of disintegration of the markets, of economies, of politics, of geopolitical conflict to usher in their central bank digital currency, which is going to be their answer because what else are they going to be talking about? They're going to be talking about um, a, they're actually talking about applying human rights in a digital world. They're going to be talking about challenges facing the World Economic Forum's Global Coalition for Digital Safety. Right? What are what are they talking about? They know that they're what they're proposing is going to have human rights violations, mm-hmm. as they have the ability to to shut off people's ability to buy and sell. Of course. Yep. Based on their digital source. That's the whole goal. Yeah. It is their whole goal. And they're addressing it. See, they're not hiding it because this is their faith, right? Mm -hmm. This is their faith. And they're saying, this is what we're going to do. We understand that there's going to be human rights violations in there. So let's talk about how we can tackle those. Because when you take away people's privacy, when you take away their freedom, when you take away their ability to buy or sell, there will be legal ramifications of that and they're addressing it now they're not hiding it Mm -hmm. this is the wild thing but they're the policymakers they're the ones in control 
This is 90% of the central banks globally that are going to be adopting this system. And they're telling us this is what they're going to do. And we are going to have a few naysayers and they're going to have more than a few naysayers. Yeah. They're going to have the majority of America that's going to say, this isn't what we signed up for. Mm-hmm. We, we want privacy. And, and, and in a world where there's no guarantees, this is my guarantee. They're going to say central bank digital currency will, will get rid of the inflation that we're seeing. It's going to add transparency and accountability into a yep. system that's broken. They will probably admit that the system is broken, which is what those bullet points said, mm-hmm. but they've got the solution, right? They, but what we can't ever forget, they created the system. Yeah, the problem. <laughs> This is they have the problem and they're yeah. also identifying the solution. It's mm-hmm. like, wait a second, you can't be the problem and the solution at the same time, which means the solution is just going to be a mask to mm-hmm. the real problem. Mm-hmm. But people will buy into it and it's going to get rid of all of our freedoms. It's going to do nothing to address inflation. Because to me, a central bank digital currency that can issue digital currency instead of paper currency, still the same. Right. You can, you can create as Mm -hmm. many digital currency units as you can paper currency units, it's going to do nothing to address inflation, except what it does is it takes away all of our privacy because like we've talked about before on the show numerous times, it's like spyware in your bank account. Mm -hmm. And that's what they want to bring to the table. This is what they're talking about this week. Right. right? And so, but what what do you do? Cause I mean, Dr. Kirk, this sounds so overwhelming. Like, okay, you know, I mean, there's so many uh, senators that are there, Republican and Democrat. Republicans are attending the World Economic yeah, Forum. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're you know, issue. these are policymakers. These are people that, you know, we've put in office. So what do people do? How do they, how do we protect ourselves? And, and first of all, I want to mention one of your PhDs is specifically in helping to interpret inflation and the metrics that they use to either tell the truth or spin that in a way where it's like somebody gaining five pounds every month and like, hey, it's a win. I only gained four pounds this month. It's like, it's right. not, that's not a victory. So your, your whole background is designed for this moment. And we, you know, we talk about seeing things in advance. Well, you know, if you have your ear to the train track, you know, a train's coming along before you can just mm-hmm. hear it or see it, you know, and then before the horn blows, it's like, you know, this train is coming and people are are camped out. They're sitting in chairs on the train track. So yeah. what's the, what's the move to get out of the way of the fact that they're coming in with a giant global heavy handed. Yep meaning, you know, communist takeover mm-hmm. of the banking system. That is yeah. the move. Well, just because there's Republicans there doesn't make me feel safer right oh, now. I know, that's what I'm saying. It's like Seriously. you're less safe. They, they could not even take a speaker of the House in an orderly fashion <laughs> when they controlled the House. I know. It's like, okay, I'm... I'm I'm, I'm not saying that I'm in disagreement with them. I, that that conversation needed to be had, right? When you have, what, hopefully they have policies that provide for limited government and bring back our freedoms, right? Yeah. But but still, it's man's economy versus God's economy. This is what we're dealing with. They are still going to have to vote, and it's mm-hmm. the House that controls the purse strings to raise the debt ceiling or not raise the debt ceiling. 99.999% sure they raise the debt ceiling, which is going right. to put us into more debt. Because- yeah. Why do I say that? Because that's how it's always been done. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but, but here's what we can do is we can think outside of the box a little bit, like what you and I have been talking mm-hmm. about for, for over a year is get into something that's safe, something that's an inflationary hedge, something that's not just a great investment because let's face it, 
Silver's up 98% in the last two and a half years. Silver's up almost 40 plus percent now over what happened last week, over the last 12 or 13 weeks. It's a great investment. Mm -hmm. But here's where when you get out of the system and you start to look at your investments more of a political safe haven based on what the people in Davos are doing and wanting to strip away our freedoms, right? Because you're a digital entity. You've got Mm -hmm. this digital social profile. What silver and gold do being tangible assets that you take delivery of, either in your IRA or at home, it gets you out of the system and it's and it's your safeguard financially from being a, a slave and a serf to this digital world. Right. We can now have something that's out of the system. It's private. It, it still offers the ability for private transactions. And and you become something that's almost like you're, you're not part of it, yet you're a part right. of it. Right? Mm-hmm. And this is where that safety comes in. That's secondary to the amazing growth that we have when when everyone's concerned about, man, the stock market's coming down, bond market's coming down. What can I do? Why mm-hmm. can't sleep at night? Well, you don't have to think about that when you invest into something that's growing as rapidly as this. Here's the cool thing. It's well outpacing even unofficial inflation. Wow. Right? When you see what that's doing, that is growth, that's maximizing your wealth, that's being in the right place at the right time. And I believe that in this time that we're living in, that is the the transfer of wealth mm-hmm. from the wicked to the righteous during the days that we're living in. It's just, you have to be a wise steward and act with yeah. boldness and courage in these days. So good. Last week, you kind of broke down, I think it's important for people to know, um, like have in the bank three months you know, worth of paying your bills. But can you kind of go through that a little bit of where should money actually be allocated right now? Yeah, so so for your investment side, your investable assets being something that's outpacing inflation, the only thing that that's doing that right now is silver and gold, but really mm-hmm. silver because it's outpacing gold. But it doesn't mean that cash is worthless. You need cash, right? Because it's still what we transact business mm-hmm. in. You need it for an emergency fund. You need it for operating costs mm-hmm. every single month. So the appropriate number, uh, in my mind, after doing this for almost three decades, is anywhere from three to six months based on comfort level of your monthly expenses. So if your monthly expenses are $4,000 a month, multiply that times three months, you should have $12,000 sitting in cash in your bank account Mm -hmm. or at home, right, in a safe. And that's your emergency fund. That's your operating cost. It's more convenient to have it in the bank, Mm -hmm. right? Even though I, I, I harp about how banks are not safe, that's not a large enough amount to feel unsafe. Right. Right. So have your three to six months expenses. Anything over and above that, you should invest. Why? Because having too little cash will affect your peace of mind. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I don't have enough to recover expenses or an emergency fund. Having too much cash. So that's too little cash. Having too much cash means what does cash get you? Maybe zero to three percent. Doesn't yeah. even it, it's, yeah. it's, it's worth a little yeah. bit less every month. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually detrimental. So too little cash is detrimental. Too much cash is detrimental. The appropriate amount is three to six months expenses, and that's it. I would invest the rest into silver. Man, that is so good. Well, the good thing about silver, like I'm, I'm holding one coin right now. You can get these in you know one ounce or ten ounce or you know you know whatever chunks you want, but they can't just magically print an extra trillion of these. Right. You know, it's it's an actual thing. Somebody had to Tangible. go through a process to mine it, to smelt it or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, this whole process of getting it to, you know, look like something. You know, they, they can't just do it. So you're, you're safe from the drunk driver that has a hold of the wheel right now economically in the world. 
and you yeah, make that right. process so easy to go yep. from fake money, the fiat dollar currency to something that you can touch that's real that cannot be manipulated. I tell people, man, you can buy plywood, you can buy two by fours, you can buy nails, mm-hmm. like anything that gets your money out of the bank. That's a thing that's going to be worth more next year than it is right now. A lot of people are buying collector cars. Mm-hmm. If everybody watching this show had your first car you ever drove, it'd probably be a good investment. I don't care if it was a Pinto. You know, right. it's like like it would be worth more today. So it's something. This is just mm-hmm. the easiest way to monetize it and then get back out of it because you may not be able to sell your '67 Mustang on a whim if you need to in a weekend, or you can't liquidate a piece of property, you know, mm-hmm. in a day if you want to. This you could turn back into whatever the currency is in the future that you wanted. That's into. exactly right. So again, you can go to flyovergold. Dot com. It's a landing page, a lot of great videos there, information. But when you scroll down at the bottom, there's a place to fill out your information. What happens from there is someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up a free consultation. They're going to go through your needs. They're going to go through your concerns. They're going to throw, go through what Some you have. Some of the nicest people they are on the, the planet. Best. We absolutely the love best them. team. Every single person there is like, they're all like, you know, we, we have young kids, you know, they're you know, dating and marrying and all this kind of stuff. It's like, those are the kind of people you want your kids yeah, around, you know, like everybody that works for him. Unbelievable team that you have there. Or you can also call 720-605-3900. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your te- for your time. Thank you for your awesome team. We really appreciate you partnering with us. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, You could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, belt, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? You couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you. Even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.